I can. Can you hear me? There she is. Sweet. Sweet. It turns out you have to plug the microphone <laughs> into the Comrex. Oh, <laughs> and with that, we're on our way, everybody. Hey, I'm Kyle Rizdal. Welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense. Oh, my God. I don't even have my script up. Hi. That's all right. We can wing it. Go ahead. You know what to do from here. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, and I'm Amy Scott. Uh, today, we're going to give you a news fix, and then we're going to do some smiles, and we'll get out of your way. And I'll find my script eventually. There you go. There you go. Kimberly, by the way, still <laughs> on vacation, trekking across the Himalayas. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. Could not even tell you Good where she is now. I keep, looking for new, I, I keep looking for a new Instagram uh, reel from her, and it doesn't show up. Uh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. While you find your copy of the script, uh, I will do my news, and then you can do your news. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Okay. So mine is a little bit geeky, but also a little bit geopolitical. Uh, I'm speaking here of the earnings report from NVIDIA today, uh, the AI chip maker, which has been going great, great, great guns ever since AI became uh, the new, new thing. NVIDIA reported uh, profits today. Sales for the current quarter, uh, read the subhead in the New York Times, sales for the current quarter will nearly triple their total a year ago, which obviously, as I just said, makes chips essential to do the development of AI systems. So everybody's piling into AI. NVIDIA is by miles the leader in AI-specific chips, right? Uh, if you think of like Intel back in the mid and early 80s and everybody getting into computers then, that's sort of this on steroids. So there's that number one ai is a huge business opportunity number two i mention this because the secretary of commerce gina raimondo is going to beijing and shanghai this week uh to talk about among other things the u.s push to develop its own chip industries and its own ways to do ai and all the big nifty computer stuff but also she will be responding to the Chinese government, which says, why are you not letting American companies sell these really fancy whiz bang chips to us? That makes us angry. And Ramondo's <laughs> going to have to do a, a whole lot of uh, tap dancing to get out of there without, you know, getting a, a, a very stern talking to. I mean, look, she can tap dance if the cows come home. She's still going to get a stern talking to. Um, it will not be, I think, like Secretary Yellen's visit. Uh, or Secretary Blinken's visit, in part because of the things that have happened since those visits, the outbound investment uh, limitations by the Biden administration that we talked about. Um, so computers are, are a big geopolitical thing right now, and and uh, and today's earnings report just shows exactly how big that is. Wow, that was a ramble, You know, Kai, huh? one thing I thought was really interesting about that article um, that you linked to in The Times is, you know, who's making money on AI and the companies that are pouring all this money into it are not actually making that much like, you know, Google and Microsoft, but who is making money? The chip makers, of course, that makes right. a lot of sense. So I think it's interesting who's going to be, yep. you know, really totally. cashing in on this moment. Totally. It's a really good it's point. It's not necessarily really who you think. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you got? All right. Well, I know you and Rima talked about housing yesterday um, mm -hmm. in this really difficult market for people who want to buy homes. But I saw something on Bloomberg that I thought was really interesting about who's buying houses right now. Um, and 50 percent of home buyers surveyed by Zillow between April and June were first time buyers, which I think is kind of counterintuitive. Really? Yeah. Um, that's up from 37% in 2021 and the highest level since 2010, which is when a federal tax credit for first time home buyers expired. 
Uh, but again, this is at a time when housing affordability is at a record low, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. Mm-hmm. And here's mm-hmm. why. Uh, Zillow quotes its pop its senior population scientist, which I think is, is fascinating that they have yeah, a right. senior population scientist at Zillow. But anyway, this guy, Manny Garcia, says that you know, what we all have been talking about, high mortgage rates and a shortage of homes for sale are keeping current homeowners from selling and therefore buying a new house, which leaves more room for first time Mm -hmm. buyers Mm -hmm. who are basically competing with each other for the scraps. Scraps Mm -hmm. is my word, not not Manny Garcia's. But um, (laughs) (laughs) that leads me to item two related to housing, which, uh, you know, even with interest rates so high, home builders are faring surprisingly well. Today, the Census Bureau and HUD said that new home sales rose by almost four and a half percent last month. That is June to July, but up 34 percent from last year. And sales generally have been moving up over the past year. Um, And that's partly, again, because so few existing homes are on the market. uh, So people are turning to new houses and builders also are able to do things that existing homeowners may not like offer incentives to ease the pain of these high interest rates. I was actually at a touring a model home earlier this summer and saw this big sign that said, like, roll back sales event. And what they were rolling back is the interest rate a builder can basically pay the lender to lower the the rate. Sometimes it's a teaser rate, but it kind of gets people across the, you know, the uh, yeah. the line if they're hesitating to buy. And an analyst that I talk to frequently, Ali Wolf at Zonda, told me today that almost 60% of builders right now are offering rate buy-downs or other incentives like funds toward closing costs. And that's one way they're boosting sales. <laughs> So so maybe the housing market isn't as tight as we think. I don't know. You know, what I hope is that like when we talk this time next year, <laughs> yeah. if interest rates yeah. have come yeah. down a little bit, you know, and we've had builders building more, maybe we'll catch up right. a little bit. Wouldn't that be nice? Right. Yeah, no, it would. It would. Uh, I feel like we ought to explain why this matters. First of all, um, homes are the most expensive purchase that most everybody in this economy except the top like one thousandth of one percent make that's number one number two getting a house is the surest and quickest way to build wealth in this economy which is why we have a lot of wealth disparity racial and and uh, ethnic in this economy right white people own more houses black and and brown people typically don't and then finally also we have a housing crisis in this economy and we don't have enough affordable housing and we need people to have houses so getting the housing market moving again is a way to do that i just yeah and when buying houses is too expensive that means renting houses is too absolutely Absolutely. so all right uh jake let's go all right what do you got okay (laughs) sometimes i struggle with something that makes me smile i don't know what it says about (laughs) me or the news but today I picked one that's just kind of weird, um, which is that I saw this in the Wall Street Journal. Ford is having a problem with some of its newer trucks and SUVs where the speakers suddenly emit a piercingly loud sound. One driver described it as like a loud crashing sound that sounded like breaking glass, followed by static and said his ears Mm -hmm. rang for days Others say this lasts like 15 minutes or more and they can't turn it off even when they turn the car off, which just sounds 
horrible. Um, Sounds terrible. And also, yeah, just awful. Like as a person who works in sound and has headphones yeah. on all the time, I just can't even imagine. Um, but Ford says that apparently this is a problem with the amplifier in the sound system, and it's come up with a software fix. This doesn't seem hugely widespread. The company says it's received about 100 complaints, mostly involving Ford F-150 pickups, but also the F-150 Lightning electric trucks mm-hmm. and some Expedition mm-hmm. SUVs. Meanwhile, several dozen people have also filed complaints with federal regulators because, you know, this is an obvious safety concern. If you're driving down the highway and this startles you, it could be pretty terrible. But apparently the company says, so far this doesn't merit a recall. I'd be really interested in hearing from any of our listeners who've experienced this problem. It sounds awful. Yeah. Also, it bears a mention here that, that the F-150 is the most popular selling, selling vehicle, uh, by which I mean car and light truck, in the entire country. So this is this is no small thing for Ford if this goes sideways. That would be really bad. Right. That would be really Those bad, bad yeah. boys are everywhere. No joke. <laughs> no no joke. All right. So so here's mine. And this is something really I should have picked up on like a year and a half ago, but I didn't. Uh, I, I did it only because one of the amazing producers uh, on the radio show pitched it as an interview. Sarah Leeson said, listen, you got to do this interview. Maybe some of you all have heard about it. It's called Tradle, T-R-A-D-L-E. So we all know what Wordle is, right? It's the New York Times game, not originally the New York Times, but they bought it, where you have yep. like six guesses to guess a word and it gives you various hints and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's it's maniacally popular. It's so so my my second son and my daughter and my wife play it every single day. They text each other their results and there's some kind of competition that I just I can't just keep up with. And and that kind of game never really did it for me, right? Trying to figure that out. But there is this thing called Tradle, which is uh, uh, put out by a by an economic data company. And what it does, it's just T-R-A-D-L-E. Put that in your browser thing and and it'll come up. And what it does is it gives you a grid of a certain country's exports. And it will give you the total value of that country's exports. (laughs) And then in grid form, it will give you the percentage of x product or y product that make up that country's exports like today right and there's those the squares in the grids are sized so that the biggest export percentage has the biggest square so today the country has in question has total exports of 7.81 million dollars which globally speaking is nothing so it's a really small country and then of that 7.81 million dollars 12.5 percent are mollusks eight and a half percent are crustaceans wait it gets better 4.8% 4.8% oh are polyacetals, whatever those are. Don't and then 4.75% are processed tobacco, and it goes down from there. Non-knit men's suits are 2.93%. Uh, Wait, non-knit men's suits? Non-knit men's suits are 2.93% <laughs> of this country's exports. Cranes are uh, 3.06%. Anyway, so you have six guesses to guess it. I am it, stumped. And, 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 right? and so you have to guess what it is, and then once you, once you enter your guess... It will tell you uh, how far away in kilometers you are from the actual country in question. Oh yeah, and it give you a, it will give you a direction that you should move a, on the globe to figure out where it is. So my first guess today was Solomon Islands, right? Because it's got to be an island, right? Has That's to be good, an island. Yeah, Mollusks totally. and crustaceans, right? Has to be an island. So my first guess was Solomon Islands. I was ten thousand kilometers away, so I was on the wrong side of the planet. Oh. So then I guessed. Uh, I guess the Maldives, the Falkland Islands, and I was like 8,000 kilometers away, but the arrow <laughs> pointed straight up. So I went up to the Caribbean, 
And cutting to the chase, and I'll spoil it for those who uh, have. No, I won't spoil it. Play today's game. Let me, you know, you oh, guys figure out how you win and I'm and get it get it to, to us. I know. Get it to us in our comments. And and as you know, it's five zero eight. You be smart. Write to us and make me smart at marketplace.org. Anyway, fun game. I'm definitely going to keep playing this. I'm going to do the interview tomorrow for the radio show, and it's going to air. And I'm going to play tomorrow's game on the air in the interview, and we'll see how I do. Anyway, that's that's my make me smart. That's super fun. Amazing. Super so dorky too. It sounds a little super bit like uh, Worldle or global one of the two where you right exactly similarly exactly. you just guess based on right the right the map and how far you are away right. but this right. is an added exactly. economics lesson which is awesome you for you betcha for us econ nerds very so cool there you go very cool we are back at it again tomorrow keep sending us your comments your questions your wordle scores what have you your tradle scores 508 you be <laughs> smart write to us at make me smart at marketplace.org we will hook you up Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergseeker. Ellen Rolfes writes our newsletter. Today's program was engineered by Jake Cherry. Our intern is Nilafar Shabandi. Ben Talladay and Daniel Ramirez composed our theme music. Our senior producer is Marcy Cabrera. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcast. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital and on demand around here. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.